welcome to the Scansource Europe podcast, bringing you the latest news and industry updates. Hello everyone and welcome to the Scansource Europe podcast network. Um, joining us today are some amazing guests who we'll introduce in a minute, um, but this is the first in a series of polycasts. I think we've trademarked that name, um, so you guys at Poly can't have that. Um, but we've got some really special guests here today with us. Um, I'm Seba Glocklin, I'm one of your co-hosts. Um, we've got Lucy Bollum as well, who's our other co-host. Say hello, Lucy. Hello, everyone. Uh, and joining us today, um, a man who needs very little introduction, um, because he'll introduce himself a lot better than I can. Uh, star of Poly Live Weekly News and the Neil Fluister YouTube channel uh, is, guess who, Neil Fluister. Hi, Neil. I've got a book and a DVD and a whole clothing range as well that uh, I'm more than happy to write. Hey, Steve. Uh, so I guess if those of you that have been sleeping in a darkened shed for a while and don't know who we are, I am. Um, so I'm uh, Neil Fluister. I've been at Polycom uh, prior to the acquisition. Uh, for about nine years now, and uh, I'm a, a product director um, supporting our entire portfolio for Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Uh, and it's great to be here uh, today with you guys on the first polycast. Look at that. Excellent. Great to have you here. Uh, and joining him, um, a very good friend of Scansos, um, legend of poetry, kicking off karaoke, our sales kickoff, and also ex-demonstration superstar from the Poly Briefing Centre, Jonathan Clark. Hello. Hello, Steve. Thank you for that very wide introduction. That puts pressure on me to create something in the next 30 minutes. But uh, anyway, that's something I look forward to. So yeah, been with uh, Poly, or Polycom, uh, nearly six years. Started off pressing buttons in the demo centre, showing the ease of use and the interoperability of our room systems. Um, so, uh, and now moved into product marketing. So uh, supporting the team sales on the go to market and our beautiful poly products and the new solutions we've got out there fantastic and we decided to stop doing webinars as frequently as, as everybody seems to be doing these days and we've tried to expand our our social media by doing various other bits and pieces such as uh, our youtube channel we've got our own youtube channel with great features like goss with moss and the most recent launch is our podcast um so we decided today to get together and have basically just a chat. And uh, Lucy, I think you picked today's topic. Yeah, so in our uh, the first session of our series of polycasts, and in light of all the new releases that Polly have done over the last few months, I thought we'd have a look at the rise of the room system, um, looking back over all of those video systems that we know and love, as well as looking at where we are now in the new normal, and I guess how technology, how our manufacturers and vendors have adapted with everything that's been going on. It's been a strange time, hasn't it? I mean, I've got a question straight away because when we were thinking about this podcast, what is a room system anymore? What even is a, a classic room system? Well, the, the rooms have changed, I think, dramatically as well, because, you know, there used to be the, uh, the kind of long bowling room alley boardroom and, you know, we'll stick a couple of big tellies at the end of it or uh, a big screen at the end of it and a camera in it. And that's that we it would be the, the, the premium flagship CEO chairman boardroom would be the one that had the, the video system in it. And I guess as uh, video has become more of a commodity product and the, the driving down of the price point, we've been able to enable more spaces and more rooms and make it more accessible. There was this whole drive towards these big immersive telepresence seats, these kind of six seater where everyone was on sort of big screens and there's still a place for those. 
but I think you know the the meeting room and the the room system has now become more accessible to more people in the organization um, through drives around things like you know lower cost um, things like the collaboration bars I'm sure we'll talk about later but now we're talking about more huddle room spaces smaller spaces more informal spaces and flexible spaces so I think the classic meeting room um, uh, style uh, deployment has kind of changed and um, you know it's not just of the, the large boardrooms anymore yeah, can I chip in there? But I think I think the beauty is from a polycom or poly perspective these days is that obviously our heritage is in those rooms, and that's something that we shouldn't would we should never forget in that we've got that experience. Um, big cameras, big rooms, tracking, um, audio, uh, of course, is key, which has been strong. A lot of the audio innovations that we do in those larger rooms, that really full immersive experience when you do get into a a large uh, immersive studio type thing where that audio tracks you around and you can pinpoint the, the speakers in the room because it will follow you around and track you around. The beauty of that is that we've taken that and we've put it into these new sound bars. So although they mm. might be smaller, more cost effective, a lot of technology bundled into there. So you're getting that really premium experience. Um, so no matter, no matter whether it is a small personal device that we're using in this new ways of working or is it you're going back to a large boardroom, that experience is very similar with high quality video, high quality audio. Um, and you, you're, you're at will to do what you can. And I think what we're trying to do is make sure that they're as easy to use. Because I remember when I was first in the demo room and we had the HDX and that lovely HDX controller, remote control, and having to change settings and just star star something. I remember a first couple of demos going, oh, oh, yeah, it's really easy to use this stuff. Uh, and then looking a little bit foolish. And I, I, did, I did keep the... Um, business card of one person who said yeah this stuff isn't that easy to use is it and I went, of course it is of course it is so i've still got his business card and i do ring him every year with every new product that we get out and i say you really need to see this stuff because you know when i said it was easy to use then it's bloody oh sorry, i can't I shouldn't swear it's very easy to use now so uh, and you know whether that's using technologies like you get with microsoft teams and proximity join or you know you got one touch dial which is always there's a song there i think or anyway no there isn't a song there but um no it's just that simplicity shall i shut up now move on something else no never never do that no. I, I i agree i think that there is so much now that's put into all of the new products especially if you take um the x series and the x30 and the x50 especially but when you look at some quotes now and things like that I think people have forgotten that you know there are still limitations with those collaboration bars and that we still need to have those g7500s and that ptz camera and that powerful video quality that is innate in all of the poly devices i think people can forget that there are still those limitations because there's so much amazing technology packed into it yeah, I, I, I guess I'll tell that one. So again, as Jonathan mentioned, there's, there's spaces for all these different devices. I think if you take a blend across a, a decent size enterprise customer, they're going to have a, say, a blend of different rooms and different spaces across the different teams. You know, the collaboration, classic collaboration room where you're going to have more whiteboarding, stand up, multiple sources, you know, maybe in a document camera to the traditional boardroom to maybe an immersive room for the, the board level. And then more kind of huddle spaces um, for, as I say, the, the worker bees to to just go in and do ad hoc calls um, as and when they want to. And again, I think, as you mentioned, having the right sized solution for those spaces um, and what goes on between the different teams in those spaces is, is certainly something that we obviously as a manufacturer have to make sure that, you know, it's not just, you know, one side, one, one machine and we're trying to try and sugar 
squeeze it into to one space versus um, you know trying to put the right solution in the right room. Yeah, right size, then. right, right, right product, right person, right device, I guess, for the different types of uses. Sorry, you were saying, Steve? I was going to ask you a question, actually. So oh. you mentioned doing the demos, and that was my first introduction to, to your skills. Um, first of all, do you miss doing them? Uh, no, no, I've got a studio USB for, for on-call for a bit of presenter tracking and uh, poetry recital. I find them very useful. Uh, I'm not but, sure noise block would work over a podcast, would it? No, <laughs> it you can't really, acoustic fence and noise block doesn't, it, it, you know, yeah. it doesn't work on radio. Yeah. Hang, on, hang on, here we go. Here's noise block. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how did you find over the years that you were doing the demos? Obviously, you said about having the clunky old remote control. Um, how did you find demos uh, or the room systems evolved during the time you were doing demos? Because that was what four or five years doing demos. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. It started off. Um, I guess the, the main thing was the the one touch dialing experience. Obviously, the remote controls they evolved and were simplified from the HDX to the group series less buttons, but it was still a bit, still a bit clunky. Uh, and then as soon as I think as we got the one touch dialing experience, that that was the key thing. Being able to join traditional video uh, with Skype for Business at the time or, or, or Link um, and then having that, that, that meeting invite appear on the, on the system uh, to give you that simplicity of use. And then as we migrated from that, it, it, then the Trio was launched in, in, in my time, which was uh, obviously a groundbreaking new device and having that as a center of the room. And again, that consistency, as Neil mentioned, you know, there's different, different devices for different room sizes, but it's all about the user experience at the end of the day. And are they going to be able to go into one room, whether it's a small one, to a large room and be have that same user experience so that they, they, they've got that feeling. You're all right when you're at home, you've got multiple remote, remote controls to, re, to control your telly and you can fiddle around and play around. And, and I guess when we're working from home now, we, people are a bit more confident with video, but there's still those challenges that you can press the wrong button at home when you're working remotely and it doesn't really matter. But when you're in a meeting room in front of your peers and you press the wrong button or you you're doing stuff you look you can look foolish so it's about that user experience keeping it as simple as possible and i think you know that trio having in the center of room device was was pretty powerful as we came across but you know you're tying that in with with the real connect service joining microsoft and uh, skype for business at the time and that interoperability was key and then camera tracking and you know it's all about hands-off experience basically it's all about the meeting experience itself schedule a meeting using the common tools invite a room system walk in click to join or if you had an Amazon you could say join my meeting and it would join that meeting um, all that sort of stuff um, and it's just you know keeping it as simple as possible to use still find Amazon terrifying I think it's an absolutely great thing to have it plugged in but I can't get used to it in my house let alone in a meeting room <laughs> yeah no, no, I'm, I, I, hands up I'm a, I'm a laggard at home as well but um, it's always nice to show off in the uh, demo center whenever we could I guess um, kind of moving on the evolution of the room system is, is kind of the collab bars. And you guys launched one of the very first collab bars, didn't you? Are we talking about the debut here, Steve? Are we, uh, are we going it's, back to... Uh... It's still up for sale on eBay, 45 quid if anybody wants a second-hand real presence debut. Yeah, I think the interesting thing about the debut is it was, it was be, be, you know, before its time. It was actually designed specifically for the China market, actually, as a product, but we then kind of made it more... Um, you know, widely available. Um, I think the, the challenge of the debut is that, uh, as, as Jonathan mentioned about the Trio, it was launched on exactly the same day as the Trio. 
And I think at that time, and, and still now, you know, users want an ease of use experience when they walk in the meeting room. They don't want to concentrate on the technology, they want to concentrate on the meeting. The HR manager is not coming in for a, a deep dive technology training session of how to use a video conferencing system. They're coming in to do their HR meeting or their marketing meeting or whatever it might be. So the fact that we had this very unintimidating poly spider phone in the middle of the table that could drive the audio and the video experience was kind of the uh, the challenge of the debut again the idea of having that all in one bar granted it didn't have speakers at the time but certainly sort of mics and, and cameras in there um was to say no one else was really doing that but yeah it was i think a bit before its time with regards to uh, the kind of whole ecosystem as well you know the idea that this could be a, a service provider attached product that service providers that supplied voice services could then start to sell video. And back in the time, five, six years ago, when the debut came out, really it was the case that you'd have, you know, your own built-in MCU, your own built-in gatekeeper, and you'd run this kind of thing on-premise. Whereas, moreover, now with the existing collab bars we've got, the world is a whole different place. It's much more cloudy um, than, than sunny. And there are numerous providers. Again, debut, you would either run it on you know, SIP or 323 internally on your own MCU. It didn't even have Microsoft support, I don't think, at the time. Whereas you look at what we've got on the X series now with the breadth of different support for the likes of Zoom and Teams and um, you know, Starleaf and GoToMeeting, 8x8 Ring Central, and more to come. Um, I think the product was good, but the back-end um, connectivity just wasn't there with regards to the whole ecosystem, which again, I think it's the, the perfect storm of the, the technology and that move to cloud that's enabled us to really capture that market with the, uh, the collab bars. Yeah, and I, th I think obviously simplicity of deployment, the power Ethernet, uh, an HDMI connection to a screen, um it's 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 what we've taken now into the into the collaborate collaboration bars plus obviously the meeting ai now that we've got included in those so the camera framing the camera tracking the noise block noise block ai and acoustic fence capabilities we just learn from those things uh you know these of booting up the device and uh being able to get ready within a couple of minutes and being able to start your meeting was the other the other big development and the big change rather than you know for your large meeting rooms where you where, where there is that opportunity if you're a, a reseller or a, a bar or a, but for the installation all that good stuff that uh, a lot of the guys do out there that's still available on the the the, the g7500 and also mtrs as we if you're looking at the native teams um experience we've got that requirement as well but i think you know for the smaller huddles smaller rooms um where you want in that ease of use that simplicity that simplicity of deployment um, we learned a lot from the debut uh, and just added, obviously, the bells and whistles, as they say, I suppose. And there's plenty of them. Mm. Yeah, camera framing, camera tracking, noise block AI. Uh, oh, it's all all excellent stuff. So I guess there were some lessons learned from the debut. Um, and you talked about the different uh, ecosystem partners there. So I guess we could deal with the elephant in the room, which is obviously always Microsoft uh, and maybe Zoom to some extent. Um, that, that's changed the, the landscape massively. So we're fresh out of Ignite a week or so ago. Um, what was the big news out of Ignite for specifically Poly and the um, MTR G7500 collab bars? What's the big news that people may not have heard of because they've been living under a rock, clearly? Yeah. Um, so I think Microsoft has been a, an interesting um, transition over the years. You know, 
back in the day again Jonathan was sort of talking from a historical point of view of the old days of link and Skype and and in those days it was just a SIP call control platform you know Skype and link was on premise you know and we would dial into it as a SIP device um, from our group series or even HDX or, or, or whatever device trio uh, and it was a SIP call it was you know stat kind of broadly standards-based. Uh, there was obviously some, it wasn't standards-based, but the signaling was kind of standards-based. You know, there was nothing native about it, um, per se. And then uh, the the change in the migration to Teams was a, was a step change. And, and Microsoft really were kind of saying, well, if you want to run Teams, you know, and a native experience, um, the only real solution was an, MT, uh, an MTR or an MSR back in the day, but now an MTR, these Microsoft Teams room systems, x86-based PCs running a Windows 10 IoT build with a bunch of USB peripheral speakers, microphones, and all the rest of it. Um, that was the case really up until about a year ago when Microsoft um you know decided that they were going to expand that portfolio out to allow android based appliances to to join into this this team story and they launched the uh, the the collab bar architecture um for teams um which we jumped onto uh, we were one of the first vendors to have that uh, android based collaboration bars and that was the case up until kind of ignite where for small huddle rooms, private rooms with the X30 and the X50, you know, up to six person, up to 10 person rooms, you could run a native Teams experience from an Android Club bar. Uh, and we have had, you know, umpteen requests from customers. What about the G7500? We want to have bigger cameras. We want to have ceiling mics. We want to have all of this stuff, but we don't necessarily want this in an X86 PC-based package. We like the idea of having that, you know, appliance um, base you know no moving parts it's just a, a tool to do the job and the g7500 as it runs poly os and runs the same software it was it was clearly um, you know something that we were keen to do and microsoft at ignite announced that they are widening the uh, the android application to not only just be for collab bars but actually this new uh, product range the the uh, mtr for android or android mtr where they want to as far as i understand i don't work for microsoft but it's from what i can see and certainly the announcements that were made they want to try and bring parity feature parity between the windows 10 iot x86 based pc mtr and the android based mtr appliance which obviously, you know, we're in a great position having already the X30 and X50, which are adding HDMI input, adding uh, 1080p, adding dual screen, all those those features that were were kind of left out at the beginning um, to try and make that, uh, you know, a much more rounded product offering. And then again, to be able to certify the G7500. The challenge comes, I believe, most of Microsoft Labs are currently in people's bedrooms because of the uh, the situation we're in. Um, so it's going to take a, a little while to get that up and running, but it's great to have that commitment and to uh, obviously be on the start of that journey to have that broad portfolio of you know, small, medium, large, extra large devices in both x86 Windows format with the G10, G40, G85 and the uh, the collab bars and the G7500 as as Android MTRs, uh, if you if you know, you know don't, not that uh, keen on PCs and Windows and things like that. I think that was some some really good news basically that we got out of that. The feedback from the yeah. channel straight after was 
all of those limitations when the X series came out and the announcements with teams were getting rectified. So I think it's going to be uh, there's going to be a lot of good conversations I think happening for for Poly and for teams going forward. But then yeah, so we had. So I remember at the last Tech Summit we did, Alan, Alan Oliphant, um, long-time Polya, he had literally a notepad doc with copy and paste for when's HDMI coming, when's dual screen coming, when's 1080p coming, when's there going to be a better remote control interface for the TCA? They were like the top four questions that would come up in a circle every sort of half an hour or an hour. And he was literally just copying and pasting it. And it's great that, again, Microsoft are committed to those elements being part of that uh, that solution you know by the end of they, they've committed as far as i know and again it's a public roadmap you can go and search it out on on google or whatever um that they're going to have those deployed on the collab bars by the end of 20 calendar 2020 i mean obviously it might uh, push into it next year but they're not far away we never experienced delays no no. Um, I was going to ask, with the whole, well, with the G7500, obviously that's been out for a while, really, in comparison with the X series. What do you think's driven that change? Because I'm hearing a lot more chatter around the G7500 getting put into more projects and just having that delay uh, from when the group series was still a bit more prominent. What do you think's caused that, that sudden shift? Yeah, it's uh, it's me. Yeah, I, I think in terms of uh, the G seventy five hundred, I think it's it's feature parity with the G with the uh, group series when that was launched. Obviously, uh, we didn't have a touch control at the time. The T the TCA wasn't wasn't available to support it. Um, so, and and in terms of the number of cap the number of ca cameras that it could support, uh, number of the you know the additional microphone feeds, the the interact interconnectivity with um, uh, installed audio within meeting spaces in the, those larger rooms. There were some challenges with it when it was first launched out, but as we bring out the new versions from released at 1.1, uh, we're now at 3.321. Not um, you'll see them on my gags, but uh, um, but the version 3.2.1, we're bringing feature parity now for those larger meeting rooms. So it's you know it has got that those integrated capabilities. Um, so it's much more of a, a viable proposition for those larger rooms now. So it's it's there. Uh, uh, and is um, uh, you know it's got that um, um, a, a bit of solidity behind it now. It's uh, sort of eighteen months old. Yeah, and I think the other thing is is that you know we, we're talking a lot about Microsoft, but um, you know there are those other vendors now. Which again, originally we launched with kind of Teams and Zoom, uh, and now we've grown that out. And and Zoom has been there from the start on the seventy five hundred. But I don't think actually the interesting dynamic of this is zoom have not been that strong necessarily in in emea in europe middle east and africa very strong in the states um and actually you know can give microsoft a real run for their money but in emea they weren't really that strong and it's interesting uh, to speak to a lot of people yeah they're not that big here we don't really see them massive advertising campaign at like heathrow and on taxis and and tube stations but actually making inroads into enterprise customers you know, up until recently, Zoom kind of wasn't there. Zoom is now, I mean, I guess, you know, they've been a success of, of COVID really, but, um, you know, it is a verb now, you know, yoga classes, my son's cub lessons um, are done on Zoom. You know, you speak to your grandma and do your quiz night at home on Zoom. But moreover, there are some really big enterprise customers, and I, I can't mention names on the call due to probably legal reasons I'll get myself in trouble, but there's some big banks using Zoom now. There's some big, um, you know, media and production companies using Zoom now. And there's some big enterprise customers now using Zoom. And again, the ability to have 
a large appliance for large meeting rooms, a medium-sized collab bar, and a small collab bar across the estate. And again, as Jonathan mentioned, that kind of standardized familiar experience when you go from room to room to room um, across our portfolio is, again, something really strong. We've obviously now added um, Starleaf uh, to that portfolio. We've added Ring Central um, to that as well, as well as GoToMeeting, you know, bolstering then the, the Zoom and Teams. So again, I think that makes the G7500 kind of ready for prime time. And it's really kind of uh, integrator ready. As, as Jonathan mentioned, you can now do multiple cameras on there. Um, and it's got a lot more of that AV integration, ceiling microphones, big speaker setups, multiple displays. And again, we're obviously looking to enhance that portfolio for the integrators in the future with you know, the potential of things like Dante and uh, installed voice and, uh, and things like that, which we will consider for the future to add to the, the G7500 to again, give the AV integrators, um, you know, value add opportunities to um, go out there and position this with those ecosystems. I think the, um, also on the, the virtual SKU is pretty, pretty important as well on those devices in terms of when you are going down the, you know, that native Teams, native Zoom or LogMeIn or Starleaf, you know, you buy the virtual SKU, um, you get it out of the box, you plug it in and it'll boot up in that, uh, that native experience, plug in your license details and you're good to go. So taking that stuff that we learned from debut, plug it in, power it up and off you go. But this takes it to the next level. So it's really, really simple to use. Um, so using virtual SKUs and ordering virtual SKUs is pretty key. And again, depending on the provider, we, we, we have that across the whole portfolio using the, the, um, the, the poly um, base application system. So the G7500 or the Studio X, it's, it's good to go. So it's a pretty powerful proposition. So and obviously, providers. Yeah, sorry, Zoom, yes. No, no, I was just saying, it was, it's about who uses Zoom. It's funny, I was just, um, I, I had to do a speed awareness course. I had to do that on Zoom. Go figure. <laughs> Should have done it on s slow or something, should you? Anyway. <laughs> uh, so providers. So how many more are coming? You can't give us uh, names. You can't lots, tell us. Yes, we've out. got, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Don't that, do that. Uh, but can we have a bleep filter on this? Um, how yeah, many? Obviously, yeah, we uh, we want to try and expand it out and, and be open to, to all. I guess the question for the audience, and uh, I'm not, I don't know how we're going to have a right to reply on that, but I'd love to hear from the audience of the Polycast as to who you'd like to see um, uh, coming to the, to the portfolio. Which of the ecosystem partners that, uh, that we're missing or that you feel that, uh, you know, would, would help you to be able to position, um, you know, poly solutions into, uh, into more environments. The other interesting thing is whether we go more vertical and, and have some more specific vertical applications. Education is a big piece at the moment with regards to distance learning. Medical is a big application at the moment. So again, whether not only having uh, the ecosystem apps on there, but actually being able to have more vertical apps on there we introduced the presenter mode on the on the studio usb and and you know we'll look to try and again provide a level of parity across all of the studio products with presenter mode which is going to be a great um a solution for for verticals so again that could be another dynamic but again i'd love to hear from the audience um if they want to comment and uh, and let us know then uh, then uh, that would be really useful. But again, we're, we're not done yet. There's still a long way to go. And again, there will be more coming in the, uh, in the future. It's a good challenge for us in tech because we get so many questions <clears throat> about each of these different provider modes and we just keep pointing people to Microsoft and Zoom and we're, we're doing our best. We're doing our best.
All right. So you guys have managed to tell us a bit about the updates that you've had with Microsoft and with Teams and everything going on there. Obviously, there's going to be some big announcements coming. Can you give us a, a preview or I guess a post view, considering about when this will be aired with uh, Zoomtopia and anything that's getting announced over there? Yeah, I mean, Zoomtopia is a, a big one. Um, yeah, again, it's it's a huge growth for them. You know, Zoomtopia last year, they had Snoop Dogg on, you know, on, on stage. And now it's uh, now it's gone virtual. So I don't know who they've got uh, doing uh, doing audio on it. But again, the, the two big ones uh, that were physical shows that are now uh, gone virtual were Ignite and Zoomtopia. For us, uh, we've got a big announcement that we just made at Zoomtopia, which is the new PolySync products. Um, this really enhances our personal and our room systems. Uh, interestingly, you know, we had our roadmap pretty locked in at the beginning of this year um, and where we wanted to go and the products that we were gonna be bringing out each quarter. And then this little kind of global pandemic came along and, uh, and put a big spanner in the works because clearly we have to make solutions and products for where our customers are gonna be using them, the environments that they're, they're, they're sitting in. And that was no longer the office. It was then the kitchens and the bedrooms and uh, the home offices. Um, so we've brought forward some products um, to, to, to bring out to market and delayed some other products based on, you know, what they are and the market they're there for. So the sync range, uh, again, was always planned but we've uh, obviously brought it forward. The Sync is a, a personal uh, speakerphone at the low end. There's a Sync 20, 40, and 60. Um, the 20 is a beautiful thing for the people on Polycast that can't see it. I am holding it up. Uh, Lucy wants one. Um, so the Sync 20, obviously, uh, yeah, fits in the palm of your hand. A beautiful little personal uh, speaker device, multiple microphone elements, um, uh, and gives you that uh, wide uh, pickup range. You know, if you look at the competitors, and I won't name any names, but certainly at this point, this price point, um, they all have kind of single mic elements where we've got multiple mic elements. And the big thing we added to the Sync 20 was the fact that, um, you know, you, when you look at an executive's bag or anyone's bag uh, for work, that is, they normally will have, you know, their speaker um hopefully it's a callisto or something like that uh, and then they'll have a battery bank because their phone always is going to go flat um because they're on facebook and instagram way too much uh, being a millennial and um the the sync 20 offers a usb port for charging um so the built-in battery lasts 20 hours so it's a really um you know high output battery for the device itself but it also will allow you to then um, juice up your phone um, if you need to, um, so you don't need to carry around a separate battery bank. The other thing is, is we've got the the standard traditional poly um, UI and design language, as we would call it. So it's got that kind of textured cloth um, covering. It is actually IP64, so I can see another video of me in the shower with it um, coming hey. up uh, in the future that we had with the Voxbox. Um, but again, so the, 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 the 20 being the personal one that you kind of would have at home or carry around portable in your bag. The 40, obviously, um, slightly larger. Again, for the people on the podcast, I'll uh, you know, give you a show. Uh, so the 40, slightly larger, multiple drivers, um, so much, much wider audio uh, coverage on the 40. Still portable, still battery, again, still able to charge your phone, USB and Bluetooth on all these devices. Um, but the great thing about the 40 is, is as the name suggests, sync, you can daisy chain or, or connect multiple of these devices together. The 40 also offers, offers something called Bluetooth uh, security as well, because 
there's a challenge in meeting rooms where you know if you walk past a room that you've already connected to suddenly your phone call starts your phone starts pairing with a system in a room um, and you don't want your call to come out in another room so we've got this kind of bluetooth uh, secure pairing um, option on these devices the other thing about the 40 is, is it's got a charging port on the base so again as a tabletop device you can sit it down in a kind of desk uh, stand um, there you go and it talks back to you connected. there you go um, uh, in the room uh, but the great thing about the 40 is uh, is that again this could be connected up to or multiple 40s could be connected up then to things like the MTR the G10 G40 G85 as a, an audio enhancement for that and I think it make a lot more sense and say the uh, the trio um, as an audio microphone and speaker for that then lastly the 60 the 60 is the big daddy um, of all of them uh, massive yeah it's a it's a, a beautiful device the the real cool things about the 60 is it's got a, a passive radiator in the bottom so that gives you that really deep bass and these are they're not just designed as speaker phones. They are designed actually to, to get audio music out of them. So the audio reproduction on this, um, I have to remember that I think it's something like 70 hertz right the way up to 20 kilohertz on the speakers on these. And again, the bass response on all of them is, is, is amazing for their form factor, but the 60 really does punch some bass out of it. And again, you can connect up multiple units. The last thing on the sinks, and again, we wanted to kind of bolster our personal um, device portfolio for working from home remote. It's certainly the 40 and 60. You can actually um, uh, do USB pass-through for the camera. So you can plug an Eagle Eye Mini or an Eagle Eye Cube into the 40 or the 60, and then have a single cable going into your laptop for both your speaker, microphone, and your camera device. So again, for home, if you want to declutter your desk, not have all the wires and stuff, really, really makes a really elegant solution. And Clearly, that's where a lot of the users are going to be using this. These, November, these devices. November, yeah, end of, yeah, end of November. So when can I get one? Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so they were announced at Zoomtopia, um, and uh, the first one that will be coming out will be the Sync Twenty. Again, we really are focusing on where users are going to be, um, you know, using these devices. And again, people are still at home. Going into next year, when they start to go back to the office, and you know, we, we talk about hybrid working and the kind of return to the office piece, but uh, the the Sync Twenty, um, I believe, Jonathan, I'll look at him in the eyes, and he'll he'll jump in. I believe November, December time before, yes, yeah, so before the end of the year for the Twenty, and again, that's going to be present. Yes, there you go. Again, I think again, trying to to stagger this into when people are going to be going back to the office. We've heard a lot from customers, and again, I'd love to hear in the comments from uh, from the people listening to the polycast. Um, you know, when uh, we, what we've heard is that people are still going to be at home, certainly through this year, realistically, and then going into 2021 is when they'll start to look at, you know, should I return to the office? Am I going to start to hybrid work, or am I going to go back full time? And that's when we'll have the 40 and 60 coming out in the first quarter of 2021 ready to get those rooms built out with your beautiful MTR, um, you know, or with your, uh, your Sync 40 or 60 as your uh, speaker device. Zoom certified, so hence the announcement at uh, Zoomtopia um, for these devices. And then team certification will be coming on. And obviously it's a USB speakerphone, so it will work with, um, you know, most of the ecosystems that will be going for, for certainly certification for uh, Zoom and for Teams to start with. Yeah, and there will be different SKUs, so you'll yeah. get one with a nice Teams button on there. Yeah, well. that will make Lucy very happy. Exactly. <laughs> Which one? How many do we stop? Yeah, yeah. 
they're all good. Oh, that sounds uh, pretty exciting, guys. So what, which one's your favorite look and feel then? The, the traditional Trio Studio USB, that, that, that very slick kind of look, or the, the C60 um, MTR kind of feel? Which one, uh, are you uh, an old or a new kind of guy? I'm a new kind of guy. I'm a Trio C60 man, looking lovely. Um, oh yeah, connected to um, Studio X's, uh, the next 50 in a room would be uh, pretty amazing or in your me of it as an audio for your um your g7500 uh, if you need it but uh, yeah studio a uh, big fan of the trios obviously doing the one touch dial and demonstrations having the central room and obviously some christmas carols around that there might be one on the sink uh, santa and sink but, uh, <laughs> yeah so watch this space Love it. Yeah, I, I think the, uh, the the key thing is we've got now a bunch of building blocks, you know, call them Lego blocks. I don't know if you can say that legally from copyright point of view or whatever, but a trademark point of view, but we've got these building blocks now. So you've got the Windows based MTR G10, G40, G85. You've got the Android based uh, X30, X50 and G7500. And we've now have these range of peripherals that go around that. So the Sync series obviously will provide audio reinforcement and audio solutions to the whole family over the fullness of time, I'm sure. Certainly, again, it's going to be on the MTR solutions to start with the x86 um, uh, solutions to start with. But you know, we've already added Bluetooth uh, USB connectivity on the X series for our headset. So it's not a million miles to be able to then have a BT600 dongle in the uh, into an X series or G7500 and then potentially in the future using a sync device as a wireless microphone and speaker on the table um, and then again we will look to enhance you know other peripherals in the room you know sound reinforcement you know more cameras coming onto the portfolio to to build that out but having that core poly os based um, android solutions with these multiple ecosystem partners um, with the collab bars and g7500 and having that um, pc based x86 um, uh, we could we would call it G series, but you know the G10, G40, G85, uh, T, uh, PC based solutions with then these 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 peripherals that we can expand that portfolio. And, and I guess you know the the one I always use is you know we now are in a position that you know any person, whatever persona you are, whether you're a millennial like Lucy um, or a gold grey haired wrinkly like uh, Jonathan or myself. Um, you know, to any environment, um, you know, working from home on the road in an office and on any ecosystem, you know, I can take my nine o'clock call on Teams, my 10 o'clock call on Zoom um, and, uh, you know, my 11 o'clock call on Starleaf. And we have a solution across all the spaces, all the people, all the personas uh, and all the platforms now with these uh, these products. And there's no grain wrinkly. Um, I have to go and get me flu jab. Well, I think that wraps it up excellently for the room systems. Yeah, I guess massive thank you to Neil and Jonathan for joining us today. Uh, we hope for the audience you found this interesting. Uh, we will be back and discussing the events of Zoomtopia a bit more, but also going into a, a bit more of a deep dive into Polly's Alliance partners that we've been discussing, kind of past, present and future. So as Neil said, don't forget to give your feedback on who you want to see next. And thanks for listening to ScanSource Polycast. Keep your ear out for the next session. Mm -hmm.